everybody. Welcome back to the Keto Fit Weight Loss Coaching for Women. I'm your coach, Jess, and I help women lose weight with a keto diet and a self-care mindset. Happy Wednesday, everybody. The weather here in Virginia Beach is just cold and dingy and overcast, so I hope wherever you are listening from or watching from this morning that your weather is better than mine. But sometimes it's nice to have a little a little switch it up. It's been really hot here, so it's nice to have a little change of pace. So thank you again for tuning in. And this morning I am deviating from the normal plan a little bit. Normally I do some live teaching here on Instagram and then um, you can listen to it later on the self-care keto podcast. So that's self-care keto podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can tune in for the playback because I know some people would rather listen to audio. I like to listen to it on double speed more so than watching a video. So I'm everywhere you want to be. <laughs> so um, good morning. And there's some exciting announcements that I'd like to share with you guys today. So the first one is that I am doing free group coaching. How does that sound? Um, I am a weight loss coach and um, I have paid options for one-on-one -on -one work and I'm branching out into group coaching. So for me to um, try something new and also to make something else available as a free resource and reach a new audience over on the Clubhouse app, I'm going to be offering free group coaching for a limited time. I'm trying out some different days and times. I did a Thursday morning at 9 a.m. a couple of weeks back. Today, which is uh, Wednesday, May 12th, I'm going to be doing a session at noon Eastern time. So trying to reach people on their lunch breaks, maybe that's you if you're available. I would love to have you join me over on the Clubhouse app. It's completely free group coaching. It is not a lecture format. It's actual real conversation. You'll have a chance to get to know people, do some keto question and answers, and just really refocus our journeys uh, from a self-care mindset. So I hope that you can make it. And if you have no idea what Clubhouse is, it is a new uh, audio only drop in chat. So you don't have to put your um, makeup on, you don't have to do your hair or even get dressed. Nobody's going to see you. It's just your profile photo and we can just hear your voice. You can even keep your microphone off if you want to. It's optional participation. So you can just tune in and listen um, or you can participate. I would love to uh, get to know you a little bit better. And yeah, it's a great chance just to um, get some free group coaching. So I hope you can make it. Um, if you are an Apple user, you'll have access. Um, but right now it's only available to Apple users, so it doesn't have to be an iPhone. It can be any Apple device like an iPad or a MacBook or anything like that. So um, it's by invitation only. So if you need an invitation, I have some that I can send to you. So just reach out to me and tell me that you need an invitation and I will hook you up. So that's um, the first exciting announcement is free group coaching, which is pretty awesome. So the second thing that I'd love to share with you guys is that I was actually recently interviewed um, on an amazing podcast called the Real Women in Business podcast with Cass McCrory. And she interviewed me all about self-care, keto, and creating the life that you want most. So I'm going to be sharing that podcast. She so graciously has allowed me to have... Um, a, a copy of the audio and I'm going to be sharing that on my podcast um, later this afternoon as well. So instead of getting some live teaching right here right now, um, you know, go over to the self-care keto podcast and check out that interview that I was able to do with her. Or if you're listening to the podcast right now, just keep listening because it's coming right after this. So um, the Real Women in Business podcast with Cass McCrory is an awesome podcast to check out as well. If you're a podcast listener, please jump on over 
there. And then also you can follow Cass, um, Cass McCrory over on Instagram or on LinkedIn. She's an amazing person to follow. So um, yeah, check her out. All right, so that was number two. Number three is I wanted to let you guys know that I have some new one-on-one -on -one coaching slots available and I would love to work with you. So I help women lose weight with a keto diet and a self-care mindset. So I'm really, really passionate about blending both mindset work and the concrete strategies that are gonna get you to your goal. So um, a lot of times we know what to do, right? I mean, all the strategies exist for free on the internet, but why do we not do it? Well, oftentimes it's because we only, we don't go deep enough, right? We're just trying to change our behavior to get different results. And that will work for a limited amount of time. But when you continue to bump up against the core, the root of the problem, which are beliefs that are holding you back from um, really achieving your goals and creating the dream that you really have for yourself, it's because we've spent so long believing these toxic lies that nobody really asked to start believing these. They've just become conditioned into us because of the family that we grew up in, the world that we've grown up in, the media that we've seen, whatever it might be. It's a dysfunctional relationship with our body image, a dysfunctional relationship with food, um, and then even just struggling with self-worth. It could really be anything, but we keep bumping up against these mindsets and it's causing us to self-sabotage. It's causing us to fall off the wagon over and over and over again and then continue to feel like a failure. But the good news is that you really can change your beliefs. You can rewire your brain. And that mindset work is something that I'm so passionate about blending into our work together so that your behavior flows effortlessly and um, in alignment instead of feeling like you have to force it and like you're really not enjoying it. So um, if you're interested in working with a coach to help reach your weight loss goals and transforming your mindset at the same time, experiencing a journey of self-care, which really weight loss, that's what it's all about. That's what it should be all about. It's about caring for ourselves and caring for our bodies and caring for our health, not just about looking hot or trying to hustle to earn somebody else's approval. That's not what it's about. Um, it's about really becoming the best and healthiest version of yourself. And that just creates a domino effect to really level up all areas of your life. So I would love to work with you. I offer a completely free curiosity call. It's about 20 to 30 minutes over the phone and we get to know each other a little bit better and we talk about coaching. And then whether you wanna move forward with coaching or not, I always offer free keto advice. So I would love to bless you with that. Um, I know that there can be so much overwhelming information out there about keto. And although it's a lot of great information, sometimes it's like drinking from the fire hose. And if you would just like to talk to somebody who um, you know, has expert level knowledge, I've been doing this for eight years. I have my nutrition uh, certification from the American Nutrition Association. And um, I'm also a trained and certified life coach as well. So um, I would love to connect with you and see what we can do to help you on your journey. So if you're interested in that free curiosity call, just reach out to me any way at all. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at The Keto Fit. You can send me a direct message. Um, you can also email me at theketofit at gmail.com and we can set up that free curiosity call for you. Um, some other free resources. This is the last announcement, number four. Um, if, if coaching is something that you know that you can't afford right now, well, first of all, talk to me because I have a lot of different options. Um, but if you are are just like, okay, just give me the free stuff. That's what I need. So I, I'm passionate about creating free resources um, because I wanna help women transform their lives 
any way that I can. And so I have a lot of free resources that I'd love to tell you about. So the first thing is just to follow me on social media because I'm always posting um, tips, encouragement, recipes. Um, so definitely follow me and get all of that information that you can get for free. So again, I'm on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn at The Keto Fit. And I also have a podcast, as I mentioned, and that's a completely free resource as well. So that's the Self-Care Keto Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, Self-Care Keto Podcast, and check that out. So that's another free resource. And then also I have a um, free download that I would love to share with you guys. So it is a free Keto Kickstart PDF, and it's a workbook with 47 totally free, delicious recipes. And it also has some great explanations about what keto is and what we're trying to do. And I would love to bless you totally free with that free download. Um, just again, send me a DM and I will hook you up or send me an email and I will hook you up. And then the last thing, um, just to reiterate, is I'm offering free group coaching on Clubhouse. So I would love to have you join me. And again, right now it's only for Apple users. They're gonna be rolling it out soon to um, you know, Android and, and um, Google users, really all users. So they're still in beta mode right now. But remember, any Apple device that you have, it doesn't have to be a phone, it just has to have access to Wi-Fi. So send me a DM if you need an invite and I will hook you up. So um, thank you guys again so much for tuning in with me. And if you are craving that live teaching today, make sure you head over to the Self-Care Keto Podcast and listen to that interview that I had with Cass McCrory. Thanks, guys. I hope you have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Jessica, welcome to the show. Thanks, Cass. I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited to chat with you today because you're one of the few women that are on LinkedIn, that I follow anyway, that are doing the work of talking about self-care to professional women. Wow, that's cool to hear. Thank you. Yeah, I'd love to know a little bit about who you are and what you're doing in the world. Oh my gosh, okay. Well, my name is Jessica Reed and I like to be called Jess, so please okay. you know, call me Jess. Um, I help women lose weight with a keto diet and a self-care mindset. So I'm really passionate about nutrition, but it has to be coming from a place of finding a plan that serves you, not you serving some rigid plan that's just making you miserable, right? And so the foundation is from a place of self-care because I think that that traditional diet mentality is usually the opposite. It's usually about self-punishment, um, conforming, following rules, and that just puts you in a place of misery where you wind up rebelling and then repeating so on and so forth forever and ever, like gaining and losing the same 10 pounds forever. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really um, just passionate about transformation instead of just behavior modification. And so for that to really take place, we have to get to the core of changing our beliefs. And so that's why I approach it from a mindset work piece, as well as here are the concrete strategies that will get you to your weight loss goal. I love that. Um, as we were getting ready to record today, I mentioned that I am, I'm like, I'm 16 days in, by the time this comes out, it will be sometime more Yay, into, you decided to share. yeah, I'm into this keto lifestyle, mm -hmm. um, because I realized that I was tired of waiting for something that has never worked for me to work. Yes. And that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. How, how are the women that are coming to you for support? How are they feeling? 
they're afraid of failure. Every single woman that I talk to, I always ask, I do a free curiosity call for anybody that's interested in coaching. And I always ask, you know, do you have any fears or hesitations or concerns about starting to work with a coach? Without fail, every single person, 100%, they say, I'm afraid of failing. I'm afraid of, once again, you know, falling off the wagon, disappointing myself. I'm afraid of not sticking with it. And, you know, we talk about what's going to be different this time and, and so on and so forth. But yeah, I think that we've all blamed ourselves for far too long, thinking that we failed the diet instead of that the diet failed us. And that is what I think is different about eating low carb or eating in a ketogenic way is it is kind of the polar opposite of the standard American diet following, you know, the government guidelines that we're supposed to be following with eating all these whole grains and so on and so forth. It's keeping us on a physiological blood sugar roller coaster. And we are feeling true hormonal and physiological compulsions to eat. And we are blaming it on our willpower. And that's what's making you feel like a failure. It's not your willpower. It's the diet that has failed you, not that you failed the diet. And so that is what was so magical to me when I experienced what I call the magic of ketosis for the first time. My appetite was suppressed. I felt food freedom for the first time in my entire life where I had a delicious dinner and then I was watching TV after dinner and I did not feel the need to go get up and get more food, something sweet, something salty, something sweet, something salty. And it gave me like, whoa, it wasn't me. It was the food. It wasn't like my willpower or something fundamentally wrong with me. I'm not broken. It's just that my entire life, I was told the wrong thing. And honestly, it made me a little bit angry, but I was like, I need to share this with other people. I think everybody at some point in their lives should at least experience the magic of ketosis. Um, and for me, what was so transformational about it was it gave me that physiological advantage to then start to do the inner work of confronting my disordered relationship with food because that was there too. But I was never actually able to do it because I was on that physiological compulsion. It was almost like a true addiction. Like I couldn't get to the root of the issue because I was constantly being compelled by my brain to keep repeating the same behaviors that were making me feel crappy. Yeah. I've been, you know, it's been 16 days. I felt great. I feel clearer than I have felt, I think perhaps ever yes. in my life. The satiation that mm -hmm. I feel is unlike any that I've ever felt. It's amazing. I'm like, I'm full. Right. Legitimately full. And it has very little to do with the volume that I've put into my body, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Very yeah. big fan of that situation. Um, and I can see in hindsight, the roller coaster that I have been on mm -hmm. with, okay, I'm going to force myself to be very rigid and, you know, be good. And I put that in quotation marks right. to earn something, right. see marginal results mm -hmm. and think, oh, I have to be more. Yeah. I have to give more to this. I have to be harder on myself. I have to get more steps in, more miles run, more bike rides done. Yeah. In order for my body to respond. Yeah. And the idea that I've just been wrong <laughs> for yeah. 40 years of my life, not really 40 years, right? But I mean, I remember 
I remember my grandma, I remember being 10 and my grandma being on a diet. Yes. I remember that being like, oh, that's when that starts for me is I start to think about how big or small my body is at 10. Mm. Yeah. That's hard. It really is. And and my story is a little bit similar. Like I was overweight as a kid and to make it worse, I had a twin sister who was not overweight and we were fraternal twins, but of course we were constantly compared. And so she was much taller than me, much more athletic build. And so she was the tall skinny one and I was the short fat one. Literally other adults would say this in front of me. And my mom put me on a diet, you know, God bless her. She was trying to help me by doing what she was taught would help her lose weight, which was eliminate fat. So everything fat-free. This was in the 1980s, of course, Yeah. restricting calories. My mom taught me how to count calories at 12 years old. And I did that from the time I was 12 until the time I was 26 years old. I counted calories every single day of my life. Wow. Yeah. 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 I have an encyclopedic knowledge of how many points things are. Yes. And it's like how much brain space are women using up in this vein? I agree. All that wasted brain space and not being truly present with the people that I loved, feeling guilty about the food, how many calories I was consuming, going out on a date with my now husband, you know, like you're not really present. You're obsessing over food and Part of the magic of ketosis is there's no more drama around food. You just eat what you know is like protein and fat, which by the way, are the most nutrient dense foods that you can consume. And so honestly, I think part of the reason why we were all so obsessed with food is because we were never really satisfied from a nutrient perspective. And so by the way, you know, I didn't know this until I started eating keto you need protein. There's essential amino acids, which are the building blocks of life. There are essential fatty acids. So you need protein and fat. There's no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. Like we're just eating them because they're available and they give us a quick energy boost. So our body can use them, but it's not essential. Yeah. I think it's interesting. One of the things that I had always told myself is, you know, uh, our body burns carbs first, right? It's like, no, your body is burning the carbs because they're there, not because your body prefers carbs. Yes, that is very true as well. Yeah. And so just because we can burn both fat and carbs, when carbs are more readily available, great. When fat is more readily available, great. I mean, that's by design. How amazing is that? Is that we can burn on two alternative fuel sources has helped us survive for however long you believe that the earth is old. (laughs) (laughs) But it has helped us survive. And even think about bears, you know, they get nice and fat and then they hibernate all winter long. What are they doing? They're surviving off of their own stored body fat. And so that is really the goal of ketosis is to restrict carbohydrates because that is the first order of priority. And actually it's not alcohol is the first order of priority. So if you're drinking alcohol, your body is like, okay, let's burn this first then carbohydrates, and then it can tap into burning fat for fuel. And the goal is that we are burning our stored body fat for fuel. We all don't want to lose weight. We want to lose fat, right? We want to look better. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the goal of it. And, and it's actually quite easy to do. And none of us were ever taught that that's how yeah. you lose weight. Actually, this was the predominant belief about how to lose weight up until the 1970s when fat started being demonized. When people were taught to lose weight prior to that, it was stop eating bread, potatoes, rice. That was the conventional wisdom. Yeah. 
It's so interesting. It's so interesting. I'm curious how you got into this work. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit of my story, as you know, I struggled with weight my entire life. I was a chubby kid around puberty. I, you know, did start counting calories and I was able to lose some of that quote unquote baby weight, but my entire life, I still felt fat, even though I was at a healthy weight throughout my teenage years and college years healthy from like the BMI chart perspective. But I was looking around at all the girls that were, you know, skinnier than me thinking I'm, I'm ginormous, right? It was just a disordered view of my own body even. And man, I can't tell you how many clients say to me, I wish for anything that I could get back to the weight that I was when I first thought that I was fat. You know, you look at old pictures of yourself and you're like, what was wrong with me? I looked amazing. Right. (laughs) But I, um, I, I pretty much floated around that healthy weight for most of my adult life. Then around 2011, I went through a long period of depression after some trauma in my life, and I gained about 40 pounds within a year. I kept that on for about two years, and that was a really, really hard experience for me. Um, But now in hindsight, I'm grateful for it because it allows me to identify with my clients who feel this way. Like when you look in the mirror, that you feel like an alien in your own body, that you don't really recognize yourself. You don't feel like your inside matches your outside and you're just hiding out from life. Like literally I would turn down invitations to hang out with people because I didn't have something that I felt comfortable wearing, or I was just so worried about what other people would think about my weight gain and so on and so forth. So I was really dissociated from my life during that time. And honestly, it made my depression worse. So November, 2013, I was so desperate just to lose five or 10 pounds as fast as I possibly could, that I started eating Atkins. And so Atkins was something that I saw my mom do, you know, like probably around 2000 when I was in high school, it was, you know, pretty popular. And so my mom would eat low carb or Atkins during the week, lose five pounds and then eat pizza on the weekends. So what was modeled to me was you use this as a means to an end. And so that's what I thought going into it was that I would use it for about two weeks I started eating keto three weeks before Thanksgiving, not thinking that I was going to eat keto on Thanksgiving, but within two weeks, I felt entirely different. Kind of like what you're saying right now, you're on day 16 and already you're like, whoa, the mental clarity, the control around food. Like, yes, I've seen, um, you know, a dip on the scale, but more than that, I want to keep feeling this way forever. Like, I was like, this is like a magic thing. Like, why don't people know about this? And so that was the start of my journey. And honestly, I did reach my weight loss goal. I lost 50 pounds. So I got down to a lower weight than what I was even before I started eating keto. And I just knew though, like even once I had reached my goal weight, that it was going to be just my new normal, like my forever lifestyle to eat low carb. Maybe if I want to deviate from time to time, great. I have full permission to do that but it's my new normal. Why does the standard American diet have to be the normal and I'm abnormal? No, like I get to decide what my normal is. And I do this with my clients too. Like don't have the fear of like, well, what's going to happen when I start eating quote unquote normal or quote unquote regular again? Like, okay, let's change that wording. Even like, no, you decide what's normal. You decide what's regular. And if you're at a wedding and you want to have a piece of cake, great. You just get back to your bacon and eggs the next morning and move on with your life, you know? Um, so it was so transformational for me that probably within a year, I had this dream in my heart of, I need to help other women experience this. So like I said, it really gave me kind of like that physiological and mental, um, energy or leg up to start to confront my disordered relationship with food and start to work on my mindsets. 
And some of that core wounding beliefs that I was taught as a child about body image and weight and my value in the world based on all of that. And I started doing a lot of um, personal development work around that time. And I thought to myself, wouldn't it be amazing if there was like a program that was like therapy and a nutritionist, like at the same time, instead of having to see them, see them separately. And I thought like, I want to do that. I want to be a weight loss coach that does both. And that was the start of my journey was like, okay, I had that dream in my heart probably in 2014. I didn't actually start until 2017. Um, I faced a lot of fears, had to confront my own limiting beliefs around that. But I started in 2017 as a side hustle while I was still working full-time in my corporate job. And I went full-time in February of 2020. And I haven't looked back since. I love that. I love that you gave yourself pace and time. I think a lot of people have a dream and they're like, if it can't happen in the next quarter, it's over. Yeah. And perfect timing. It's not one that you can define. Yeah. So I love that about your story. And I appreciate, you know, there's so many things that throw us into, I'm trying to think of the right wording here. There's so many events in our lives that can prove traumatic. Yes. And acknowledging them and doing the work through them is admirable. And that is, you know, to face the person in the mirror and deal with the good and the bad in between there. That's courageous. Yeah. 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 That's true self-care. It's not, you know, spas and doing your nails and so on and so forth. It's literally you take care of you. And I think, you know, you're a mom, right? And so like when I became a mom four and a half years ago now, that completely changed everything for me to love another person so unconditionally and to think, you know, I am a person of faith and to think like, this is how God loves me times a million. Like, and this is how I'm meant to love myself. Like I, I started to reframe things. Like I need to take care of me the way that I would take care of my daughter. Would I feed this to my daughter? Would I talk to my daughter the way that that voice inside my head is talking to me? Right. So yeah, that, that is self-love and that is self-care. And there's so much good information online now um, about thinking about past trauma and about parenting yourself, mothering yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I read once that, you know, you cannot extend love that you do not have within yourself. Mm-hmm. And that really shaped how I wanted to take care of myself so that I could be somebody that loves my children more fully and wholly. Yeah. Yeah. We've got big big responsibilities these days in mothering and loving ourselves and showing up in our work and Mm -hmm. fulfilling our dreams. Like none of this is phone it in stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, If you are meeting with a woman and she's, she's in that space of, I don't want to fail at another thing. Like that just feels really hard. Mm -hmm. What do you say to her? I definitely work with individuals to help them discover their unique motivation and their unique strengths. So I do talk to them about, okay, let's reframe. Maybe you didn't fail the diet. Maybe the diet failed you, right? Mm -hmm. So we've never done this before. We've never eaten in this way before. And you've actually never worked with a coach before. So you're creating some external accountability. 
Um, but one of the first things that I do with my clients and anybody, all the listeners, I encourage you guys to take this test online. If you haven't heard of Gretchen Rubin, I love her. And she has this amazing free quiz online, a whole book about it, but it's called The Four Tendencies. And it is about how people are uniquely motivated. So some of us are internally motivated. Some of us are externally motivated. Some of us are both and some of us are neither. So that's usually the first thing that I find out from my clients is, you know, which of the four tendencies are you? Most of my clients fall into the obliger category, which means that you're more motivated by external motivation than internal motivation. Makes a lot of sense. These are the type of people that would seek out a coach or a form of external accountability, which by the way, if you're listening, please don't feel bad about being an obliger. Most people are obligers. There's nothing wrong with that. And you can hack it and use it to your advantage. So even if you can't afford to work with a coach right now, do you have somebody else in your life who could provide some level of external accountability? Try something that you've never tried before. Don't go it alone. We're meant to have each other and be within community. And then the second thing that I do is, um, and again, anybody can do this. I have my clients take some free strengths assessments. So the two that I recommend are called the high five strengths assessment. And that's the word high spelled out H-I-G-H the number numeral5.com. And then I also have them take a character strengths assessment, which is just a little bit different. Instead of like what you're good at, here's like your value propositions. And so that's at via via character.org. And so discovering some of these strengths about yourself can help you to reframe instead of thinking of yourself as a failure. I want you to think of all of the things that you haven't failed at These are things like legitimate skills that you have. I think so many, especially professional women, I mean, non-professional too, whatever, but talking about, we found each other on LinkedIn and I'm talking to professional women about self-care. It is amazing. These women are total, you know, badasses at their careers, at everything else in life. They will dismiss all of that and think, yeah, but I'm not at my goal weight. Okay. Uh The same strengths and skills that you put to work for you in your career, you can put to work for you in this goal that you're setting for yourself. So we often just completely compartmentalize and think, well, I'm a failure at weight loss. I'm good at my job. No, 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 no. You are good at these things. You have these strengths and these abilities. And then we can put these to work for you in this new area of your life. And so when I have my clients fill out these questionnaires and print out, okay, these are my top strengths. These are my top values. I tell them to look at it like they're looking at someone else's resume, like they're a hiring manager and they're saying, would I hire this person to help me reach my weight loss goals? Okay. What about this person's resume makes her a good fit to help me do that? But it's you, you have everything that you need inside of you to be able to reach your goal. It's just that you don't believe it. It's the self-limiting belief that is keeping you from actually using your strengths to reach this goal. I really love that idea of looking at yourself truly from an objective standpoint and say, how would you motivate this person to accomplish the goals that they have? And like looking at it objectively allows us to take away, you know, our limiting beliefs. I love that approach. I'd never heard that before, Jessica. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Um, I'm curious what you're doing right now that's bringing you joy and ease. Okay. I love this question. When I saw this, um, when you sent that over to me, I was like, what an amazing question, because isn't that what it's all about? It's not about just hustling for achievement. We are trying to create more joy and ease in our lives. Um, and it, honestly, it made me think of the parable of the Mexican fisherman. Have you heard of this? Oh, I have. And it is 
a guidepost of my life. Do you want to share it? Sure. I'll try to share it briefly without butchering it because <laughs> I tend to do that. Do you ever like tell a joke and you totally butcher it and you're like, yeah. oh, you have to look it up or <laughs> yeah. tell yeah. a story. And I, I can share it, it if you want, because I know it as well. I, this is like the guidepost. I think about it at least, at least every week. Yes. Okay, Cass. So I'm doing most of the talking. So why don't you share it? We'll do it together. Okay. So a gentleman comes to a Mexican village. Mm-hmm. He's from New York city, very well off. He goes to the Mexican village and he sees a man and the man gets in a boat and he goes out early in the morning, enjoys the sunrise, fishes, comes back to shore, sells his fish to the local, to the local place. And then he goes home and he takes a siesta with his wife and they go out to dinner and they dance. And then he wakes up the next morning and he does the same thing. Mm-hmm. And this wealthy businessman says, Listen, I've been watching you for four days now. Every morning you get up, we could really make this a business. Mm -hmm. We're going to get you a bigger boat. We're going to have you hire a few people. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to manage them while they fish. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to sell it to a much bigger place. And you're going to become really wealthy. And then after 30 years, you'll be able to Mm-hmm. Just wake up when you want, when the sun rises. And then you'll be able to go out and fish and do whatever you want on that fishing boat. And then you'll come home and you'll take a siesta with your wife and you'll go out to dinner and go dancing. Yeah. And the fisherman says, that's what I'm doing already. Yes. <laughs> it's so poignant. And we can have what we want right now. Oh, just repeat that. We can have what we want right now. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to hustle for it. I don't know if you know, um, Danielle Laporte yeah. has a fantastic book. It's old now, but it's called The Desire Map. And basically the premise of that is that we think we want X accomplishment or X possession, but really what we want is the feeling that it will give to us. And so you can have that feeling right now by choosing that. And I work with this with my clients as well. You want the feeling that you think you will have when you reach your goal weight, whatever that might be, worthiness, um, love, self-love, appreciation, value, contentment, peace, whatever it is, you can have that right now today. And in fact, as long as you withhold that from yourself, you're not going to enjoy this journey whatsoever. And you're probably not going to adhere to it because nobody keeps doing something that's not fun. Right. So they don't have to be opposites. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. There's something about that. That's, you know, as women, and I hear this all of the time in my coaching practice, we move the goalposts on ourselves. Yeah. And instead of moving the goalpost away and through further achievement, move the goalpost right up to where you are right this minute and decide, oh, I am somebody that feels abundance. I am somebody that feels adventure and yeah. nurturing. I am somebody that feels the, the curiosity of learning. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel right now. I don't have to earn that. There's no yeah. worthiness to it. Absolutely. And I have felt that temptation, getting back to your original question, I felt that temptation as an entrepreneur. And that hustle and grind mindset of like every entrepreneur story that you tend to hear, usually from a male dominated perspective, by the way, 
is you just have to hustle, hustle, hustle for three years straight before you get to a place of being able to ease back a little bit and enjoy the fruits of your labor. And I just said to myself, no, like if that's the case, I don't want to do that. That's what I'm doing right now in my nine to five. Why am I going to go do that? Not making as much money for the first few years and all this risk, right? Why am I going to do that? So why did I really want to be an entrepreneur um, as a coach is of course, I wanted the mission of feeling like I was doing what I love doing every day, right? Regardless of how much money I make doing it or whatever. I also wanted more time and more freedom and more joy and more ease out of my life. So those were my value propositions. And I wasn't willing to take on um, these measures of success or whatever anybody says that you're supposed to do to get your business up and running. I just decided, no, I'm not going to do that. So my dream goal is that I wanted to work three days a week. So from the very beginning, I work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So one of the biggest things that gives me joy and ease in my life is I don't work on Mondays and Fridays. And I would highly recommend to anyone who works for themselves to try to figure out a way to give yourselves a three-day or a four-day work week. Otherwise, it's like, these are the perks of being an entrepreneur. These are the perks of working for yourself is you get to decide how you want to run your life and run your business in a way that works for you. So that's one thing. Um, let's see. I take a walk every single day. So I've been doing this since October, 2018. There's probably been, I don't know, less than 10 days that I have not taken a walk every single day, regardless of the weather. It's just a small, um, daily promise that you keep to yourself. So maybe for you, it doesn't have to be taking a walk, but it should be something that you enjoy. I once read, um, you know, that taking a 30 minute walk every day is the equivalent mentally of taking an antidepressant. <laughs> and that's why I do it. I don't do it for burning the calories. Let me tell you, like it burns like hardly any calories, <laughs> but it gets me out in the sunshine. So I'm getting vitamin D I'm getting sunlight in my eyes first thing in the morning, which greatly contributes to your circadian rhythm being on track, your stress being reduced. So it's totally self-care and I make it something that I enjoy even more by listening to podcasts because I'm such a nerd. I love learning. So that brings me joy every single day. And then another thing that I do is I spend at least 15 minutes of undivided attention with my daughter every day. And it sounds very small, but honestly, and I try to do more if I can, but it's a non-negotiable for me. Again, it's just a promise that I keep to myself and to her, even if I'm tired. And I started doing this even when she was a baby and I was working nine to five because I felt so guilty having her in daycare, you know, even though I didn't regret it, it was what I wanted to be doing, but you're going to feel mom guilt, whatever you're doing. So True. I would get down on the floor with her for tummy time and just stare into her eyes for 15 minutes, you know, and give her undivided attention, whatever it might be. And now that she's four and a half, you know, we, um, and by the way, you know, side note, make it something that you enjoy too, especially if your kids are older, because it doesn't want to feel like something you're suffering through. Like you want it to be something that actually brings you joy. So if Barbies annoy you, you know, just say let's color or play board games instead. So I give myself full permission to allow it to be something that we both enjoy doing together. So those are, those are my answers. I love that. The undivided attention piece of it is such an important skill to be building in your relationships. So I love that so much. I have got a lightning round of questions for you, Jessica, before we wrap up, but is there anything that we should have talked about that we didn't? I think we've done an amazing job so far. I'm and so glad. <laughs> just if any woman is listening to this, I hope that the biggest takeaways are what you eat is a form of self-care. 
even though it's called the quote unquote keto diet, you know, I'm totally against this diet mentality. The biggest predictor for success that I see with my clients is the mindset of this is just one long journey. It's not about being on keto and off keto. It's not about starting and stopping. It's just, I'm on a big long journey for the rest of my life of taking care of myself through what I choose to eat. So I'm going to eat foods that bless my body no matter what. And that's just it. Hmm. Where can people find you online, Jessica? Okay. Online, you can find me at my website, theketofit.com. And then I'm on social media on Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, and LinkedIn at The Keto Fit. And then I also have my own podcast called The Self-Care Keto Podcast. And that's wherever you listen to podcasts. And then also my email address is theketofit at gmail.com. Love it. What is the go-to song you listen to when you need to up your energy? I love this. Okay. It's All I Do Is Win by DJ Khaled. That is such a good song. It is such a good song. All I do is win, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. What time do you wake up? 5.30. What's breakfast look like? I usually don't eat a traditional breakfast. I practice um, intermittent fasting where I generally eat within an eight-hour window every day. So I tend to eat at 10 a.m. And sometimes it's breakfast food and sometimes it's lunch food. So, Do you have a favorite ritual? My morning ritual is my favorite ritual. So every single day, I start my morning with gratitude. I write down three things that I'm grateful for. I write down an affirmation. Sometimes it comes from within my head. So I have a deck of cards that I like to use. Um, what is it? Um, Gabby Bernstein. Yeah, Spirit the universe junkie. has your back. Yeah. Spirit junkie, actually. Spirit junkie. So I love hers, her affirmation deck. So I start every day with gratitude and an affirmation and I'll write out my goals for the day. And then every single day, I make sure that I take care of myself just by getting ready. I do my hair and my makeup and I put on an outfit that I feel good in. Coffee or tea? Definitely coffee, iced coffee. Morning person or night owl? Definitely morning person. <laughs> What's a book you've given or recommended the most? This was too hard for me to choose just one. So I have a few, if that's okay. Essentialism that's cool. by Greg McCallan, oh, life-changing. Um, Big Magic by Liz Gilbert. Untamed by Glennon Doyle, Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. And then I would also really recommend The Road Back to You by Ian Morgan Crone. It's about the Enneagram. And that's another assessment I love doing with my clients, but I won't go down that rabbit hole, but it's a fun <laughs> one, you guys. It's a fun one. I love it. I've read all of those. I agree. Those are all amazing recommendations. The last question is, Jessica, what can we do to help you feel appreciated? Oh my gosh. I'm a words of affirmation person. The more specific, the better. Like if you specifically tell me something that when you said this, I felt this, or when you did this, this meant this to me, very specific. I'm totally words of affirmation. Mm. It's so good to know what you need so that you can ask for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you don't know your five love languages, yeah, you got to take that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've loved this conversation. I appreciate your time. Everybody go and find Jessica at theketofit.com and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Thanks for so being much, here. Yeah. Thanks.